Hey everybody, Sam here. Welcome to this week's Anyway, That's All I Got. Um, Anthony and Jason are not here right now, actually, um, and the reason for that is because this week we uh, we actually did not have time to record a new episode. Uh, our schedules didn't align, at least one of us was busy every day, we just could not find time to get together. So uh, we didn't want to leave you with nothing, though, and so what we decided to do was to do like a kind of like a throwback episode, if you will. Um, we're going to essentially re-release an episode from our previous iteration of the show, which was on YouTube, called The Unnamed Podcast About Movies, which we've mentioned a couple times. And uh, we're going we're gonna to rebrand uh, the second-to-last episode, episode 9, where we discussed our top five favorite outer space movies. I know we only did ten of them, but it's one of my personal favorite episodes that we did. I really like the way it turned out. And uh, if you are a fan from the previous iteration of the show, then you've most likely already heard the episode. Sorry about that. But this should not be a regular occurrence. Hopefully this won't happen too often where we got to re-release them. But uh, yes, this that's, uh, that's kind of what's going on this week. So if we say some kind of strange things, that's because this was recorded two months ago. And so uh, some of the things we mentioned, oddly, it, it's only been two months but they're already they're already a little outdated so uh uh consider it like a like a, a trip back in time roughly two months or so hopefully you'll enjoy it uh i certainly do or we certainly do it at least but uh yeah let us know uh in the comments retroactively i suppose what are some of your favorite space movies we'd like to know even though we uh, did this episode two months ago but anyways uh that's about all i got for this intro um, so yeah, enjoy the episode. This week we are talking about our favorite space movies. Movies that have something to do with space, basically, in case you... I have three. <laughs> you have three? And I stretched it to five. Yes, because I really wanted to talk about as many as possible. But anyways, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we've actually been wanting to do this topic for about a month, so we've all been mulling this over for a long time. So hopefully it'll pay off. Um, but unless, Or be incredibly disappointing. Well, if our last episode is any indication, we'll get a lot of views. We got like 30 views. I saw it. So yeah. yeah, it's because of guy. Yes, no. that's it. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe that's it. He's more popular than we are. We've got to use Guy's star power. <laughs> So anyways, joining us now, George Lucas. George, oh, oh, hello there. I'm, I'm here to talk about space. All right. A little too loud. You're right. Well, I wanted to, I want the audio to You seem too up. confident. Too. Fair enough. All right. I'll have to work not on smug my, enough. Either. I'll have to work on my George Lucas impression. But anyways, uh, without any further nonsense, let's get into it. And we'll start as we always do with my number five. There were about three movies clamoring for my number five spot. It was Moon... Galaxy Quest, and the one I ultimately went with, which is Danny Boyle's Sunshine. Mm. That's right, Jason. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. You're not a fan, are you? Mm, no. Why not? Uh, I don't I don't like this whole switch up of the in, into the horror thing. Yes. And I think that it's... It's a tonal shift. It doesn't quite work, but I think as a space some, movie, it's really effective. I think there's also some bad editing during the violent scenes. Okay. Which a lot of like distracting yeah, schizophrenic type yeah, editing, like Quantum of Solace level editing. Mm. Yeah, but uh, that's just me being picky, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree yeah. with anything you said, but I think the rest of the movie really outweighs uh, the bad. In case you don't know, Sunshine. It's uh, the year 2057, and the sun is dying. You know, it's like the Earth is freezing over slowly. There's only a limited amount of time left on Earth, and so they launch a spacecraft to go reignite the sun if it sounds crazy it is because this is very flimsy science here but if you buy into it it's fine and uh what you learn is that it's like this is the second attempt to do this and the ship is called the icarus 2 uh, uh subtle naming don't you think <laughs> and uh it's a perilous journey that oh doesn't... Oh my god, I didn't even get that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, they're very clever with the I name. I hate myself. With the, <laughs> with the metaphorical name here. And it's a perilous journey that doesn't go exactly as planned. Like pretty much every movie we're going to talk about today, I'm imagining. Uh, uh, let's see, the first ship kind of went missing. Like it's not, it's not responding anymore. And so there's that too, that may or may not factor into the plot. 
the crew of the ship is played by Cillian Murphy, R- Roseburn, Michelle Yeoh, Benedict Wong, a then unknown Chris Evans, among others. It's directed by Danny Boyle. You know who it's written by? Alex Garland, mm-hmm. director of yeah. Ex Machina. And what's the upcoming one? Do you Annihilation. Know? Annihilation, yes. Which looks uh, interesting. Just put Alex Garland's name on it and I'm mm-hmm. hooked. So, um, <clears throat> a lot of the movies I'm going to talk about today are, one of them, quite literally, is about raging against the dying of the light. I know, I know, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Fine. This fine. But in this get one... Some, get some gasoline on it. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> but this, it's actually very literal, because li- the light, the sun, is literally dying, and so that... It's too be, dark! Hey, you, it's, <laughs> no, it's very lighthearted, but, uh... <laughs> You really get a sense. The opening sequence of this movie is like one of the greatest scenes or things in any sci-fi movie I've ever seen. Basically, like you, they find out uh, they awake from cryo sleep like an alien, and they find out that they only have a certain amount of time left where they can like communicate back with Earth. So they basically say, "All right, uh, if you have any messages or transmissions you want to send your loved ones, now would be the time." And uh, and you see Cillian Murphy. Is it Cillian or Killian? Killian. Killian Murphy records a message to uh if memory serves his wife uh and his mother i think and and that's superimposed against a montage of kind of the inner workings of the ship and in that one monologue cut with the images you get the sense of the attitude on earth you know the doom and gloom that's hanging over earth you know everyone's just kind of waiting to die um and there's this sense of imminent danger that like you you really feel the clock is ticking my number four is kind of the same thing but uh the reason i say it's a great space movie is because of kind of what i just said that space is like a this is like this no man's land that humanity has no choice but to go through if they want to survive and it kind of turns into a horror thriller at the end which you brought up which is not the greatest choice um they kind of like they kind of find the old ship and they find the spirit of the pilot of the old ship and it just it doesn't really and it's Mark Strong it's Mark Strong <laughs> it doesn't play I love Mark Strong greatly. I love Mark Strong too yeah. the, the visuals are kind of cool but I, I mean, think they're I think the visuals are great oh um, yeah yeah there's a scene where like scene, they're looking through this window yeah. that dims the sun mm-hmm. and there's this one character who just likes to look at the sun she's like mm-hmm. look at it that's the freaking sun right there and he like keeps and turning up the it's beautiful the, he's turning the, the brightness up yeah. as much as he can he's like how much he gets really I bright and he's like oh it's <laughs> my favorite part like, <laughs> he does this weird little gasp he's like oh yeah there's a there's a perilous scene where a character gets the full glare of the sun and there's yeah, this look of like I was like, going to talk about that because oh that goodness that scene's great because it has that song yeah yeah Adagio in G minor I don't know it's from, in G it's minor in, it's, actually it's from F minor thank you very it's much it's from Kick-Ass too. yeah Kick-Ass kick kick also. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really love this movie. I, I only just watched it like a month ago, but I really want to go back and see it. Uh, I think it's a really great sci-fi movie, and I think I love the space stuff, too. So, yeah, that's about all I got. What's your number five? My number five is a movie I rewatched yesterday, Apollo 13. Hey, Apollo! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the 13th one. Hey, hey. The 13th, what know? happened to 12? Hey, what uh, happened to Adrian? Ugh, she died. Hey, I shouldn't. You sound like the chef from Ratatouille. She died. <laughs> anyway. Yes. I found this movie, um, I, upon rewatching it, I liked it about the same as the first time I saw it, but I, I just noticed more things. Like, um, <clears throat> it's oddly inspirational, but not in a, not in like a be inspired way. There are yeah, so yeah. many, particularly sports movies that are so overtly. Is this Ron Howard? Mm-hmm. Ron Howard directed it, right. um, and it's. Oh, I just hate inspiration. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the, don't force me to be inspired. It's got to come natural. That's kind of, kind of, almost a definition. It it comes out of nowhere almost. Yeah. And this movie does a really good job of not blowing it out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of true story movies are just like. Look how challenging it is. Do you see it? Yeah. Are you convinced that this was hard for them? <laughs> now watch as uh, as we turn it around quickly. This was a gradual, slow burn of saving themselves. The engine literally was a slow exactly. burn. Exactly. Yeah. And it's and Tom Hanks is great. And uh, Bill Paxton. I miss Bill Paxton. Bill freaking Paxton. Bro. I miss Bill Paxton a lot. Uh. Um, and Kevin Bacon's in it, and yeah. Gary Sinise roped in into it. it at the last yeah. minute. He's like, yeah, that's a great scene. And it's just very, uh, and Harris is great. And it's just so, so much, it's a fun movie, 
and it's it's like you know not eye rolling uh-huh. in terms of inspiration. The thing I love about it <clears throat> is that, and a lot of great space movies do this, is that at first the goal is get to the moon. Mm-hmm. By the end of the movie, the goal is get the hell back to Earth. Yeah. We could give a f- yeah. about the moon, basically. Yeah, they call it a successful failure. Yeah, exactly. They just they don't even care about the moon. It's like, yeah, we'll try it again next time. We just got to get back. Mm-hmm. And I also like how this is uh, one of the only science nonfiction. Exactly. Movies, you know? It's cool. Yeah. Like, this is something you'd see in a sci-fi movie. In fact, there's a movie from the 50s called Destination Moon, yeah. which is almost the exact plot of... Um, of Apollo 13 and it came out before any of the moon landings or anything right so it kind of predicted history in a weird way but it's a lot campier but it's it's all about yeah progress t- is mm-hmm. second hand yeah or, uh, second banana mm-hmm. to survival exactly which is cool yeah, yeah. I saw that saw that in class oh. elementary school <laughs> I haven't seen it since <laughs> What a, I remember it being cool, though. You know what I watched in class in elementary school? The Flintstones with John Goodman. Really? Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, me too. <laughs> we just watched, like, Surf's Up a lot. Hey, look, Which is lucky awesome, you. yeah. You yeah, watched National great. Treasure. Oh, I watched National times. Treasure. Oh, I don't like National Treasure. Did you like it then? <laughs> I, I did like okay, it then. Okay, good. We watched Remember the Titans, too. Really? Good times. See, that's one of those overly inspirational things. Yeah. Like, yeah. be inspired. It's like, it's like Rudy. Rudy's the worst. I hate Rudy. That movie yeah. is garbage, and yeah. it is, oh, yeah. screw that movie. Yeah. What about, what do you think of Miracle? About that? I haven't seen Miracle. That might get on your nerves a little Will bit. Will it? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, well. All right. Anyway, that's all I got. Well, cool. what a coincidence, because my number five is, is also very inspirational. Okay. Miracle. Starring Casper Van Dien huh? and the legendary Jake Busey. <laughs> what the hell? And Neil Patrick Harris. Do you know what it is? No, but I, I, Jake Starship Busey. Troopers. Oh. Starship Troopers. I thought it was Gary Busey. That's why. I no, the it's legendary Jake Busey. Jake Busey. Okay. Gotta love, gotta love the lesser Busey. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. Yeah, I considered this one, but have you seen this? Yeah, I have. you've seen this. Have you seen I have this? seen it. It doesn't take place in space a lot, though. So I can't I'm gonna, I'm gonna count it. Um, <laughs> you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so no, this is the one that t- takes place like a third of it because like, right. Denise Richards' right. whole thing. Denise Richards. Yeah. Is that? Denise yeah. Richards? Yeah. Really? Denise yeah. Richards. Denise Richards. Her, her whole thing. She's in space. Back when she time. was still hot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's <laughs> subjective. <laughs> um, you seen her lately? No. Do I want to? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is man versus bug. Yep. <laughs> uh, on the planet of wherever the f*** they are. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, it's, uh, it's Paul Verhoeven, the master of satire. Yes. You're this, not meant to take it seriously. This, yes, exactly. Inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing special effects. It's all great. It's, are you... I, I think, are you serious? No. Well, so Amazing think, special effects. I think for the time. I think for it was the good. time. Yeah. I think it was great. Wait, Phantom Menace is great. For the time. Um, ninety-seven. Yeah, nah, not great for the time. I think it was good for the time. I don't know. I think still some of it even kind of holds up. Some a bit. of it, yeah. Think so. For the most um, part, though, I think. and they mix in some practical effects. They do. Sometimes. They That's do. cool. Which I admire. Uh, <laughs> dumb as shit. Oh, I love it. It's off it's, the wall. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, you know from. The, the training. The, the training, training part where he shoots, where he and shoots kills, yeah. kills a real person. I was like, person. wait, is this supposed to be like a simulation? And they just kind of forget about yeah, it. Like, too. Oh, yeah, that they're like, oh, they're going to be a whole moral. side slot. Yeah, and then they fuck off at that. And then Casper Van Dien, uh, what's his name? Rico? Yeah, Rico. Rico just kicks some bug ass. Yep. <laughs> throws some grenades. <laughs> Violent too. Oh my it god! Is. Yeah, really exploding. We'll have fun. Yeah, but like, uh, they made like four, I think. Four, and I think they're supposed to be doing another one. I think that was. There the was another one just okay. recently, wasn't it? It was wasn't animated. Okay. Or it was like it was count. like a CGI. Lame. It's like those weird, like I don't know if you've seen the Resident Evil animated movies. Uh-huh. It's like the weird yeah. CGI stuff that just looks odd. Okay. Um, but this movie is fun as hell. Yeah. You can forget about the other ones. You can just not take it that seriously because you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. 
Neil Patrick Harris is in it. <laughs> I like Neil Patrick Harris, but he doesn't do much. Yeah, either. he was trying to get out of his Doogie Hauser. He's yeah. totally persona. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that they're all from like Venezuela. Yeah. Or some I South mean, American. <laughs> it's, I can't remember exactly where it's some South American country. And they're all clearly American actors. Yeah. But they're all pretending like I love Venezuela more than hey, it's the yeah. future. You never know. Well, funny, that's yeah. I think that's what what they're getting at. How the world is kind of united at this point because it takes place in the near future. So everyone's white. It's yeah, Paul Verhoeven. You got to take everything as some sort of meaning. It starts out with like some, some high school level like, TV broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, we're all friends, and then like a, a bug comes uh, into the screen and eats something. <laughs> I wish, but um, and then the. The, the TV comes on and then the little like propaganda like join to fight the bugs yeah and then Johnny Rico I'm gonna call him that I, <laughs> I think that might actually be is it really yeah um, anyway he, he he's like yeah I'm gonna I think he just he volunteers right mm-hmm. um, yeah because of his patriotism yeah and then it starts from there <laughs> yeah and it uh <laughs> okay when it's not action it's bad but when it's action it's fun as hell mm-hmm yeah, this yeah. was a this that was a post on my list. <laughs> anyway, that's it all. had to be something. <laughs> that's all I have. All right, <clears throat> my number four. You didn't like my number five. Now it's your turn. Interstellar. I don't, God damn it. Yeah, I don't not like Sunshine. I just I definitely don't like Interstellar. I know. Okay, I I like Interstellar. It's yeah. it's, it's later on my list. list. No, it's oh, on it? my list. So oh, okay. does that mean we talk? Yes, about we later? talk about okay. it later. All right. All right. Now it's your turn. My turn, son of a bitch. All right. Number four. Galaxy Quest. Ah. What have I become? Exactly. <laughs> like this this movie blew me away. Like, I've seen it probably a dozen times by now, and it's just so much fun every time. And <clears throat> we were talking earlier, you don't need to have seen Star Trek to, mm-hmm. to enjoy it. Nope. Yes, there are, you know, little, like, ah, because that's what they do in the show, and it's dumb, and they're making fun of you. There are things like that throughout. But it's just a good movie, and there's there it has a surprising amount of heart. Yes, and that's what I loved about yeah, it. Yeah, like there there there's real emotion with it, and Alan Rickman, dude, Alan freaking Rickman, yeah, this ridiculous prosthetic. Thing. The whole even when he's at home, he's getting something out of his fridge. The whole movie, yeah, the, only at the end it like rips, and you can see his and he's got a little bit Alan of gray Rickman hair. hair. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm like, yeah, man. It's Hans. <laughs> yeah, man, that's Hans. That's <laughs> Professor Snape. Yeah, this was like the second movie I ever saw him in. And I was like, what? He does other things? Yes. Yes. Other than shoot the glass. <laughs> this is Tim Allen's second best movie to Wild Hogs. Sure. I'll just say. I agree. Wild Hogs is great. I, do you actually I love Wild Hogs. Oh, my God. That movie's hysterical. I'm joking. That's one of the worst no, movies I've no, ever seen. No, Wild Hogs is a great movie. <laughs> Screw you. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so an funny. for another day, but... <laughs> Scott Travolta. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> with Galaxy Quest. Yep. There's a rock monster. There's a rock monster. There's a big floating ball of metal. That yeah. Have to roll back to the ship. Yeah. There are these little green, horrible. All those are disturbing. CGI, like, like Morlocks. But they're scary as hell. Oh yeah. Those uh, those scared me so much the first time I saw the movie. I think I probably turned it off because I was really young. I was like, turn it off. Yeah. That was Pee Wee's big adventure for me. The yeah. Clown laughing. <laughs> Haven't watched it since. I think I was six years old. Oh my god! Doesn't hold up. Okay. And it's, it's got these. The only thing I didn't like about Galaxy Quest was I found the the aliens to be irritating. The, the villain aliens? No, the their their buddies. The guys in the black rubber suits. Oh, the fans. Yeah. The alien fanboys. The the main three really annoyed me the whole time, especially yeah. the main. One, one of them is Rain freaking Wilson. Yeah, one of them Rain yeah. Wilson. I was like, really? what? Um, he was bizarre. I saw half of this movie in class, and that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> you you watch Wilson. a lot of stuff in class. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like weird. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. It's <laughs> a science class. And like, Galaxy Quest. <clears throat> Everyone the, in the room was like, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> the aliens are kind of annoying, but I kind of like what they're getting at. Yeah. Which is that the, the historical documents. insanely devoted yeah. fans... And how they really bring the entire cast out of like a midlife crisis. Yeah, that's what I love about no, it. No, like they, it's, it's a really, celebration. It's a really good character study. Uh-huh. With and then like the historical documents. I think that's a really clever way to look at television. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, you don't have to. I think that's how we do it now because we don't look at something from the sixties and say that's what happened. Yeah. But it's, it is a period of its time, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. And like, and then one of my favorite parts is. 
um, Sigourney Weaver is bitching about her role on the show. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, the only question I get is how do my boobs fit in this suit? Yeah. Or the only role I had on the show was talking to the computer. Uh-huh. And that's why – and then they accommodated that on the actual – actual ship uh, and it's so clever yeah and it's so perfect and, and then, she actually goes on and starts reading from the computer yeah and you're like hey stop doing that and yeah she's like, and it's awesome i can't do anything else <laughs> let me yeah. have this i mean like it's it's very socially aware it of is the problems with those earlier shows and the great parts about their earlier shows. that's yes. the best thing about spoofs is they celebrate it they yes exactly yeah. it's a celebration of exactly. fandom and the the part at the end when the ship's coming in and they're all shooting the Roman candles at the yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, get it's it. so triumphant. And then Sam Rockwell. Sam freaking Rockwell. This was the, Has that guy ever been bad? No. In anything? This 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 was probably the first movie I saw him in. And no, from I then on, I was like, oh, <laughs> Look it's at that now. guy from Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Until, until probably just like a couple years ago, I was like, oh, now I know him as Sam Rockwell. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, he's yeah. great. He's a guy. Even He's in got a mustache. Even in Iron Man Two. I know he was the best part of Iron Man Two. Yeah. Well, and Mickey Rourke. Uh, Mickey Rourke was not great. <laughs> I want my world. 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 Yes. Blurled. Anyways, that's all I got. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah. that was literally it hurt me to not put. It's it a fun five. Movie. It's literally my number six. All right, Jason. My number four is Alien, but you okay. know you're going to talk about that later. Yes, that's my number so, three. So we can talk. Moving about Moving on. <laughs> No, we can talk about it now because it's my three. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Whoa. So I was gonna. We were just gonna go right cool. to it. All right. Crazy. I'm gonna have to flip over my notebook. <laughs> All right. Um. Everything, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. You. Oh, you want me to? Because I took notes. Oh. Time. Okay. Then I'll just say what I'll say. First, I take it, this probably short. We can. We can. Uh, I don't like. I find this movie much better than Aliens. Okay. I uh, Aliens. You're not alone. Aliens is fine. Mm-hmm. I like it's it's fun, but. I don't like the I don't like how it's an action movie. I, okay. It's not yeah. it's not my thing. I like the horror of the idea better. Yeah. And I think that Alien, which was seventy nine. Yes. Uh it's still scary as hell. Oh yeah. It's very scary. Because and, it's in space. Yeah. And the That's set why designs it's scary. are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh it makes you feel <clears throat> gross. I was thinking about it earlier for this because uh, I knew I was going to be talking about it. And what I realized is that space is a void in this movie. It's a deep, <laughs> dark void that you can't, where you don't matter. That's the biggest thing, is that, like, there, there's a great scene where uh, Ripley goes into the computer room and the computer says, crew expendable, we got to get this alien back to Earth. And she realizes, oh, so we're nothing. We're insignificant in space because there's no one around for who knows how long. And uh, and everything is going against Ripley in this movie. If, if you really think about it, the crew is going against her. Even the ship itself is against her. The alien's the least of her worries. It's the even the cat is more of a nuisance than the alien <laughs> until the end. And uh, and that's why we sympathize with her uh, for and we do for different reasons in in Aliens, which I also love. But that doesn't take that much take place in space that much. So I put the first one. Yeah. Uh, the Dallas yes. scene is terrifying. Yeah, he's in the in the airship. Was he in the airship like with yeah. that flamethrower? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, Veronica Cartwright is great at freaking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's like the, all she did. Is she, wait, yeah. is she the one who's like? Oh, uh, I hate. I don't. I don't like that. You don't. I don't, that, I don't think it works. that noise like is just it. annoying to me. I think it, it gets to you. That's the. That's his point. It's like. Because yeah. they're all they all they care about is just their own safety, their primal fears coming out, you know. And uh, and Ripley's the only one that's able to hold it together. But because of the moronic hats of all the other crew members, uh, everyone is put in jeopardy, and things just keep escalating and getting worse to the point where there's a fourth act to this movie. That's like that's the thing I love about it is that it ends and then it ends again, which yeah. is cool. My uh, dad t- told me a story when he went to see it in the theater. You know she's 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 you know she's like taking off her clothes. She's getting the cat. She's about she's getting situated. Everyone in the theater was leaving. They were getting up to go. Yeah, really, really. And then all of a sudden, rah, comes out, they and they're screamed. like, oh, and they had to sit back down, or they had yeah. to stand in the hallway, and they be. It's so cool that like that just doesn't happen. Seventies people. Why do you leave so early? <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, who does that? Yeah. My favorite part about like Alien is. 
And um, why I think like Prometheus is kind of terrible is um, because Alien isn't about anything. Yeah, it's just it's just it's, a monster. Movie. It's about the pure terror. Mm-hmm. That's its only reason for existence. It's, and it's does it's it does that very well. And whereas they try to get existential with the later ones, and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like Prometheus, but I see where people I like are Prometheus coming from. also, yeah. Because uh, it has the I get, greatest I get the, the gripes <laughs> of it though. Yeah, me too. But Alien just has the greatest tagline of all time. It sums up everything. In space, no one can hear you scream. Nobody cares! There's no one around to care. And that's the scary part. That's what gets... That's what, like, gets to people. And that's why I think people are still going back to this is because it touches on those primal Mm -hmm. instincts of, like, man, what if I was floating in space with a f***ing alien? Yeah. What would I be able to like, handle? You can't go You put yourself anywhere. in the place of the of the characters. You're like, hmm, who would I be? I'd probably be Veronica Cartwright. <laughs> By the way, did you know, trivia, uh, the Ooh. scene where the thing pops out of the chest, nobody knew that was going to happen. I did yet. know that, and yeah. Ridley Scott only told, uh, uh, what's his name? John Hurt. John Hurt, yes. Only told John Hurt, like, hey, this freaking alien's going to pop out of your chest, and I'm not telling anyone <laughs> else. And John Hurt was like, ooh, this is yeah. good. And, and, and then so he those, came back and did it in Spaceballs. <laughs> yes. And, um, <laughs> and uh, so those reactions. Oh, my baby. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> I love it. Um, but so those reactions you hear are genuine. It's just so great. I, it holds up on repeat viewings, which is something you wouldn't expect from a movie like this. It's so reliant on suspense. And um, Yafet Koto. What's that? Yafet Koto. Yes, Yafet Koto. Is that him? Yeah. It is. I like him. Yeah, the whole cast is great. Yeah, um, yeah you got Tom Skerritt and uh, who else? Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Wait, Harry Dean Stanton? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the scene where the... Oh, sh- he's, the, he's the guy who dies and the cat's like looking at him as yes. he dies? Okay. Yeah, Jones I remember the his face, yeah. Did you know that the you know the shot where the alien tail is crawling up the person's leg mm-hmm. and the way it's edited you think it's Veronica Cartwright's like it's actually Harry Dean Stanton's <laughs> leg. <laughs> but it still works. Anyways, yeah. I love Alien. I also love Aliens but not as spacey. Yeah, I like Aliens. I just like I like horror better than the action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand in that, in that whole and to be honest scenario. I I do I do alternate which one I like more uh, at the moment I like Aliens a little more but who knows I enjoy Aliens more just cause you know really like I enjoy it more it's more fun to watch for me yeah oh did you not put Aliens on here because it's on a planet yeah it takes oh, okay. 80% plays 80% on a planet okay. LV426 to be exact but who's keeping track anyways what's your number uh, three my number three is a movie that it's a good chunk of it is in space. Okay. And then the other part is on Mars. Is it the Martian? It is the Martian. Okay. <laughs> but it's not just on a planet. It's like they, a lot like Moon. You, you said you didn't want that because it's not in space, it's on the Moon. But this, the atmosphere takes control of the movie and it makes a difference. Like this is. Are you it, talking about the literal atmosphere or yes, like the writing atmosphere? The literal atmosphere. Okay. And it, it like. It, it, it changes it like it, the space atmosphere of Mars it's different and they 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 talk about that whereas on moon he's just, you know he's just kind of that bunker could be on any planet it doesn't have to be on the moon yeah. this kind of had to be on Mars yeah that's a good point and it, it and I went to see it in theaters and it like I was so surprised at how much I liked it it was ridiculously funny like I remember laughing my ass off so often. Yeah, like yeah. it's really well written, and Jeff Daniels is awesome. And this was I, this was before I accepted him as like a dramatic actor. I had only seen him in like <laughs> before you accepted him. Really? No. Like I saw Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber Two. Oh, that was I guess that was later. But then like Arachnophobia, which is terrible. <laughs> Arachnophobia. Is I've bad. heard. But like I love Jeff Daniels. I love Jeff Daniels too, and now he's a great actor. He's making a resurgence now. Yeah, the Jeff Daniels songs. Mm-hmm. And th- this movie <laughs> is just wild, wildly entertaining. Like, yeah. they really could have sciences the hell out of this and made it boring. Uh-huh. And like, 
But no, it's it's fun and it's engaging, and, and you feel the time. You really do. Yeah. What is it like? Three years yeah. or something? Like, and the whole thing it's it's kind of like Castaway, where yeah, that's true. he has to like you know in Castaway he builds the boat, and then in Martian he has that rover, and they have to like you know it's a long journey, and you can't turn back, and he's like oh bye. Bye home for Great my last cast years. too, except for Sean Great Bean, cast. who's just yeah. you don't like Sean. Bean? I know I like I love Sean Bean, and he did fine in the movie. He just like didn't do anything. I guess just I think he was supposed to be the moral for, but he uh, like for Jeff Daniels' character. Okay, I call it scene Bean. Scene Bean, <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I just thought it was scene. You know who I was really surprised by? This is Donald Glover. Yeah, Chad I was really going to mention Childish Gambino. Yeah, was, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> he was pretty good. Uh, I've been meaning to rewatch this. I haven't seen it since it first came out. But yeah. I, I remember being impressed by the way, like, it's about how you kind of have to, when you're alone, when you're in a situation that you just kind of have to deal with, you have to get yourself through it somehow, you know? Yeah. And that's the way that Matt Damon does it, is he making jokes to himself. Exactly. Or to the camera. I guess. All he needed was a Wilson. Yeah, a Wilson. How many times have you seen it? Probably three, three times. Three times, okay. Yeah. So my only problem with it comes with the rewatching it. For some reason, I hated the out of it when I rewatched really? it. I loved it. Like I gave it a nine out of ten when I first watched really? it. Watched it again. I didn't hate it. Sorry, that was harsh. Uh, I just found Matt Damon really annoying. And he oddly does become less interesting later on. Like when he's all skinny, I'm like, I don't really care. They're gonna get. Yeah. Him. Well, I just you know, I, know. I, I cared more about Jessica Chastain in her ship, and she's like, we're gonna turn around, screw what they think. I'm like, yeah, get him. And then you just mimed it like there's a steering wheel. In there the is a steering wheel. It's it's like a treasure planet. You fly yeah, it like a pirate good. ship. What they have to turn on the turn signal before exactly. they turn the ship around. You know, okay. Space traffic. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> cross space traffic. Space lanes. Space lanes. <laughs> all right. No U-turn. Anyway, <laughs> so like what for the Martian. Yeah, cool. <laughs> what is my number three? Oh, it could know. be anything. Uh, okay, so this is the one. So my number three is the one that I was telling you has like 10% of the movie in space. Okay. I was stretching. It's probably like 7%. You were stretching. <laughs> you were very exact about this. It's 7%. Okay. I, this is just on here. It's a great movie. Not really a space movie all that much. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to mix it up. Put something, put something fun on here. Okay. Uh, Under the Skin. Man, really? I've been meaning to watch this for the longest oh, you haven't time. Seen, ooh, no, man. I, have you seen this? I've seen bits and pieces. <laughs> it's like yeah. one of the scariest movies What websites movies have you seen bits and pieces of? No, just like on TV, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch, Sorry, I know I'll watch five minutes I, of it. I can't help saying. but be suspicious. Um, it's this, just on TV and I find it really boring. <laughs> I didn't like it. It's So it's, it's pretty Kubrickian. Yes, I that's think. what I've heard. It's uh, very, very hypnotic, mm-hmm. and it's it's really scary to me because you, it doesn't come out and straight up explain things. Like there's parts at the end where there's uh, like deformed, uh, facially deformed people who are actually I can't say what happens. I'm going to spoil this. Never mind. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> scratch that. You do you. Jason. <laughs> It, it it doesn't, you know, come straight out and say that spoiler is Scarlett Johansson's an alien. <gasps> yeah, I know that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't come out and I already, say that I she's thought she an already alien. was an alien. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't come out and say that she's an alien. You just see it through visuals, and it's a very visual movie. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of talking at all. Uh, real. Oh, where does it take place? Scotland, I believe it's Scotland. Okay. They put they put real uh, hidden cameras inside of a truck, and they just filmed Scarlett Johansson like talking to people. Yeah, and all the guys are like, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Under the Skin, scary movie, hypnotic movie. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's pretty good in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she doesn't have to do much, but yeah, she kind of just has been playing a lot of those really monotone like there was this there was Lucy there was the oh. phone movie Her and then she was in it What's she did the phone movie Her oh Her yeah there was another one you're talking about phone booth or something yeah I was like whoa yeah. she there was another movie Home that Alone she did, 3 really boring. that's the one you're thinking of is it is she yeah, in Home Alone I don't think so yeah whoa. I don't think that's what I'm thinking she's of she's the sister she has I haven't seen Home Alone 3 
<laughs> it, it's so bad. It's good. Lucy's bad. Hers good under the skin. Is Lucy good. was amazingly terrible. Yeah. Uh, um, this is a uh, under the skin is also like a Jonathan Glazer movie, mm-hmm. and he hasn't made anything since I think Lucky Number Eleven, which I, you don't. Like. I did not like. I believe he made that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe he made. We don't do research. Maybe he made Sexy Beast. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he made one of those. Boiling bacon. Yeah. I don't. I can't remember, but okay. it's it is a great movie. Mm-hmm. The only space parts are the the opening, is the opening sequence, okay. which is the best part of the movie. Is it it kind of peaks there. It goes downhill from there. But I wouldn't say it. Mm. I mean, technically, I guess it has to go downhill if it peaks there. But there you go. That's I wouldn't say. Yeah, I wouldn't say the rest of it's bad. Okay, it's just the the opening is incredible, and yeah. the rest Kinda is like really up. good. Yeah, Excellent. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like up. Yeah, cool. Anyway, yeah. Alrighty. Kind of a cheat. <coughs> That's all right. That's you, she's from space. She Ooh. is from space. <laughs> yes. So I could the man who fell to Earth. I could count that too. Exactly. Yeah. David Bowie and an Superman. Ah, uh, yeah. Superman. Not a fan of those early ones. I don't know why. I like the Christopher Reeve one. Gene Hackman annoys me in it, but that's... Really? Okay. Okay. Anyways, all right. So, if you have nothing else He's to no say... He's no Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> sure. Gene Hackman is no Jesse Eisenberg. Did you really just say that? Hey, come on. Hey. You know I hate Jesse Eisenberg. Come on. I hate Jesse Eisenberg. He, he's the worst part of it. Oh, you mean he's not as bad as Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I was being sarcastic. Oh, I thought you were saying that Eisenberg is this high. You know, they played the same character, right? Yeah, Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You think I really like hey, Jesse Eisenberg's? Hey, hey, oh, twitchy. We miscommunicated. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, I kind of like Jesse Eisenberg. You son of a bitch. I think it's weird. Okay. He is terrible. He's the worst part. And that's saying something. Sure. <laughs> all right, then. I guess we'll go on to my number two. So, uh,. I went existential Uh-oh. for my top two. Um, my number two, I'll just say it. It's Andre Tarkovsky's mm-hmm. Solaris. Yeah, that's the uh, honorable mention that I said that you were going to be happy. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I would put it on my list, but I, I, you never I told to me what you actually it. thought about it. No, I did. You did? Yeah, right when I, right when I saw, it, I, I told you that I really liked it, but I was confused at the end. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the ending is kind of weird. Um, yeah. But, uh, alright, so in case you don't know, which there's a, a good chance you don't, um, <clears throat> mankind has explored other planets at this point, uh, and the space station from a planet called Solaris has been un- unresponsive for years, and so they send a psychologist, Chris Kelvin, to the station to figure stuff out, figure out what's going on, and he finds the spirit of his dead wife, and it's brilliant! And it gets all existential afterwards, and it's awesome. I love this movie, man. I saw it. It's like two hours and 45 minutes. I couldn't look away from the freaking screen. Nice. I don't think I blinked during the movie. Like, that's how fixed I was on it. There's some crazy stuff in it. Some crazy stuff, man. There's some there's some frightening things. There's a part where, like, a, a door to a lab opens, yep. and a midget runs out, and, it, and, he gra- and a scientist grabs it. It's not explained. No, never brought up again. And it's great. There's, like, a... And basically what you find out is that the planet Solaris is actually kind of alive. And it goes into people's minds and it figures out what they're thinking and uh, projects like the spirit of, you know, dead people that they that they miss. I thought it was just like it was like releasing some like, I don't know, energy or something that would just make them hallucinate and stuff. It's that, but they are physical people okay so they it's oh it, yeah, they it manufacture yeah, that would, that, that's another thing i was confused about i was like why like, it, they're physical it's not the rules are not specifically stated but i think if you get the gist of it then it's fine because it's yeah. really not about the science what it's about is it's about who people are and that's why that's why as a space movie i think this is great because it's it's a mystery space is a mystery in this and you don't know what you're going to find and as the movie goes on, the psychologist, Chris Kelvin, finds himself. He finds out who he really is, and he hates it. He hates that he knows who he really is, because he's like, you know, he starts out, he has all this resolve and stuff, and he wants to figure stuff out and, you know, complete the mission. By the end of the movie, he's an emotional wreck, because, uh, you know, there are all these projections of his dead wife. He keeps trying to kill her, but yep. she's not real, so he can't. And... Um, and it just slowly drives him nuts. 
and it's so like I, I really sympathize with this character. I'm like, oh man, this it's it's ruining him. And and what I love too about this is that sort of having to do with the director and stuff is that you realize that I and I realize this watching the second time is that Andrei Tarkovsky, the director, a Russian man, if you couldn't tell by the last name, is sort of I don't really know how to say it. He he's being very damning of space travel. He's like, no, just stay on Earth. We're fine. We don't need to go anywhere. Like a Russian man, for a Russian man to say that is so amazing, especially in the early seventies when it was made. And um, I just I I love that aspect of it because they're in the first third of the movie, which takes place on Earth. It's very slow. It's very peaceful. Lots of shots of plants. And of highways. There's like a five-minute scene. I think longer than five minutes. Five, even. six, seven, yeah. maybe 15-minute scene of just a car driving down. And I highway. loved every minute. And it's it. a POV of the of the car. Yeah. And it's amazing because it's got this weird tint on it, so it looks like some sort of futuristic world. And you realize, yeah, it is. It is loud. It's awesome. All the traffic yeah. noises. And you realize that Andre loves Earth and doesn't want to leave it and hates that other people want to leave it or, or are not appreciating what Earth has to offer and how space is dangerous and space is unknown and we're not meant to be in space. Um, I, I love that. This is why I love sci-fi, man. You can get all sorts of different perspectives. I'm sorry, I'm getting no, excited no, you're about good. this. But <laughs> man, I want to watch this freaking movie right now. I love Tarkovsky. I love it. What's your opinion of the George Clooney version? It's not that bad. I watched that one first because okay. I, I saw all the lists. I was like, you know best sci-fi movies I kept seeing this movie Solaris I'm like oh I want to watch it so I look it up on iTunes uh, the first thing to show the Clooney, the Clooney one comes up I'm yeah. like hey there it is I'll watch it's it America yep. yeah exactly that's what I that's what pisses me off and um, so I watched it I'm like eh, it was kind of alright I didn't see the big deal and then I did research I'm like oh it's a remake of a three hour Russian movie okay <laughs> watched it months later looking back on it it's very faithful to the original really very faithful. It actually gets a lot of the same sort of spiritual stuff. I haven't rewatched it since. Is it uh, Soderbergh? Yes, okay. Steven Soderbergh. And uh, he did the remake. Yeah. Ooh. And cool. I would. I'd actually like to watch it again because it's it's shorter. It's made more accessible for American audiences. And I think maybe that's kind of the point: is to sort of get the gist across so that people will be curious to go back and see the original. And it worked because I love the original and. Uh, uh, so I guess they completed their goal. So bravo, if that was your goal. But if not, then you failed. Anyways, that's about all I got for Solaris. I love it. I think every time I find someone who's watched it, I, I have like an instant connection. And uh, haven't found anyone yet, so I'm just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got. What's your number two? Uh, so this is a movie I love a lot. It's Star Wars. Yep. Uh, anyone in particular? Uh, four. Okay. I'm talking about four because um, that's the one that takes place most in space, roughly. Yeah, I'd say Actually, unless I'd say um, Empire, maybe Empire. I don't. Um, I'd say really Return of the Jedi because a lot of it is that's on. True. Um, they take Luke up to um, not the Death Star, but it's like the Star Destroyer next to the Death Star, so they can have their little confrontation. Uh-huh. So this one, I think, I chose. Because um, it really started it all. It space. Th- this wasn't just a movie set in space. Space mattered to this movie. Space was that it was in. You know, like there were other planets that you go to using these spaceships, and then there's all these interesting. It it, it like Star Trek was kind of it, it was the first one, and this pro- this pro- Star Wars wouldn't exist without Star Trek, mm-hmm. most likely. Um, but I think Star Wars did it better in terms of the galaxy. Yeah. The our our interpretation of other other you know beings, other planets, other civilizations, mm-hmm. and how you get there through space with the Millennium Falcon, which is one of the greatest spaceships ever. <laughs> I don't care. What anymore. a piece of junk! <laughs> yeah. And then it's it's like these, you know it. I, I like Star a lot of people like Star Wars because of you know it's the lore it's cool and all oh, the force the jet I, I really appreciate it as a film I think it is a masterpiece of filmmaking in terms of characters and entertainment especially this movie is so like I'm glued to it and I, I really think episode 4 is probably my favorite yep 
five is obviously better, but <laughs> four is my favorite. Yeah. Um, and really, I've said a lot about Star Wars on these podcasts, so there's not really much <laughs> really? I can say. And if we ever do like our official Star Wars episode where we talk about like seven, there's going to be nothing to say. Exactly. Oh, for seven, yeah. Oh, I can talk yeah. about seven. Okay. Um, I can defend seven. <laughs> but, you know, four, perfect movie, in my opinion. Cool. Yeah. I, I give Star Wars a hard time, but I do think it's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I just don't it's in my honorable love mentions. it as much as everyone else. Yeah, me too. Anyways, all right. Cool. I figured you were going to talk yeah. about it, so I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll save it. Uh, so my number two, yes. best seller. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I got to flip go, back yeah, to you. You want to go first? Because <laughs> uh, I think you like you like it more than me, even though it's I not like my it number best two. out of the three of us. Although, and here's an interesting thing. I rewatched it about two weeks ago, and I started to see some cracks in the armor. I'm like, oh. No, what did what did you see? Interesting. I saw. I just saw problems, like just problems as a movie. I, no, I, still I really see like many. It. I so only saw problems. Here's the thing with this movie. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I just nitpick the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's but I still movies. love it in the end. Mm-hmm. In the end, I'm still like, okay, it's it very great. nitpickable. It's beautiful. It yeah. Emotional. Mm-hmm. Very. Yes. Emotional. Yes. This is a uh, okay. You all know the you all know the story. Earth is it's actually come to think of it, it's it's kind of similar to Sunshine. Uh, yeah. Earth is dying, and so they send people out into space. And I think in this one, what they really do well is, uh, which I mentioned with Sunshine, but I think it's done awesomely here, is you really feel the ticking clock. In one scene, literally, there's like a ticking clock, yeah. but you really feel the, the sense that the like movie. they can't like they have no time to screw around basically like earth will die one scene in particular you all know it, the uh, big water planet because mm-hmm. of relativity every hour there is like seven years and that scene is so tense because it's like a second pass it's like oh man there goes six months i did like that thought yeah. that scene was perfect i watching i just i only like that scene just because they go back and then their buddy's there and he's all old <laughs> yeah i enjoyed that even though he doesn't word, look yeah. a lot older he, but yeah, you, he's get got a, you get he's got you get it. Touch of gray. Yeah, it's it this, be, what is it? Twenty eight years or something? I call it not quite that. It's it's like fifteen years. Fifteen. Yeah. It's the I call it the Shawshank effect. Yeah, where it's supposed to have been like twenty years and they look exactly the same. Pretty much, <laughs> just a little little gray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only problem with the Shawshank Redemption. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, yes. Let me look at my notes here because I'm at a loss for words. Jason, say stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everyone is really, really good in this movie, except for two people. Who? Uh, uh, Jessica Chastain at times, and uh, Anne Hathaway. Well, Anne Hathaway, they, they, the they're fine. Anne Hathaway, they're fine, they're just not good characters. They're not used well. Specifically, yeah. Anne Hathaway is yeah. is not used as best as she could be. Yeah, yeah. sorry. She gives a good performance, but... Yes. Yeah. You hear that train in the background? Yeah. That's the sound of Anthony's uh, attention. <laughs> rolling, driving <laughs> no, away. I have things I can say, but I won't. Okay. It's been like, have you seen it since you, it first came out? No, I haven't. Maybe that's it. Because yeah. I Is really it? hated it the first time. Really? Too. Yes. I fell asleep. I really hated it the first time. I was, yeah. It was uh, not until the second time that I was like, and this. So, okay, what, what was it about the second viewing that made it so much better? Well, there's an interesting thing because I was in a state of emotional <laughs> strangeness <laughs> okay. at the time. It was the night before I got my wisdom teeth out. Okay. Oh, this is a weird story, but I'm going to tell it anyways. And uh, and Dunkirk was coming out about a week later. This is actually just like six months ago. Seven months ago, if you asked me, I, said, I would have said I hated this movie. But um, And it was the night before I'm like, all right, I want to rewatch the Nolan movies I haven't seen in a while. Oh, Interstellar. All right, maybe I'll like it more. Because by that time... Uh, it was. It's kind of been gaining popularity. Have you guys noticed this? Yes. It's kind of like gaining like, a people. Are people people loved movie. it at first. People <laughs> on it or on it. Yes. Uh, and then it's <laughs> well, people are like not a lot of people loved it at first though. That's really? the thing. People either. Well, so I remember hearing like only great things about it because really Maybe we, it had we like some of the highest reviews ever. Yeah, I think I, it was. It I've was never met f- another person who didn't like it. It was number four on IMDb at one point. Yeah, IMDb um, is not. But that's just because. People purposely are, yeah. rate things yeah. high um, on IMDb, but but no, it's so at that point when I was like, all right, I'm gonna rewatch it. I kind of went in and I since it'd been like have on the two and a half years, it has a four out of five. Okay, and um, and I was like, all right, so I I'd kind of forgotten everything that happened, or at least I remember the key events, but. And so I watched it, and I was really swept up in the emotional loftiness of it. That's what I love about it. It's it's so big and 
grand, and you got Michael Caine going, do not go gently into that good night. Right. Three separate times. Yeah. The, the third, I, I love also the third time he does it, Jessica Chastain's like, all right, he's going yeah, to the it's it's just They acknowledge it. But, but that's what it is. They're, they're refusing. I rewatched it two weeks ago and I noticed this is the thing I took out of it the most is that they are refusing to go along with natural selection. That's really what it is because the earth is about to die. It's basically another dust bowl. And, um, and, Matthew McConaughey gets the the coordinates. Never mind how that happens of NASA. What's left of it? Uh, Morse code. Yes. <laughs> spirit. It's no, weird. No, actually, it's weird, it's but spirit, it works. Yeah. I think it works. Anyways, and uh, and so and he's the only one because they make a passing kind of remark early on in the movie, like um, binary, suggesting that the moon landings were faked. And so you kind of get the sense that everyone's just kind of given up, you know? They're just kind of trying to have a good time. There's this little, uh, like, little league game, and then it pans over, and there's a New York Yankees banner. It says, home of the New York Yankees. Like, that's the actual Yankees. This is what everything has been been left to. And I look closely uh, at the license plate on the trucks. You know what state this place takes in? Where? Our home state of Colorado. Can you believe that? The Yankees come to Colorado in yes. the future? Suggesting... Wait, that the the water or something the the coasts are unlivable at this point. That's I want to live in the future. I'm a Yankees fan. Yes. Wait, it actually takes place in Colorado. It does. Oh. Yes. And um, <laughs> go Yankees. That's, go I know, Colorado. There, there aren't a lot of movies. Oh, we have The That's Shining. Exciting. Yeah, we have The Shining. What else do we? Which get? is the greatest movie of all time. Sure. But opinion. what? But that's a that's a scary movie. We don't have yeah. any uplifting movies. Yeah. Uh, we don't get a lot like of Interstellar. Yes. <laughs> it is uplifting. It is. No, it is. It's no, it is. So, yeah. what? I say that sarcastically, it's so but it is. It's enthusiastic about, specifically McConaughey. This is what I think he does really well, is the enthusiasticness. He has annoyed the hell out of me. A scene. It's Why? Great. Because of his voice? Because of his everything. He is so annoying in every movie he's in. I can't take him. Okay. Not true. He is just the worst. Early, early McConaughey, yes. Newton he hasn't changed. changed. New, changed McConaughey. He hasn't changed. Born again, Conaughey. What, he gets an Oscar and now he's <laughs> Born different? again. Born again. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. he talked to the, himself from 10 years in the future and was inspired. Uh, <laughs> you remember that speech? Yeah. Um, anyways. He's nuts. He's I don't totally disagree, but I, it, it just, it doesn't get to me for whatever reason. I suppose I'm just, uh. I'm just kind of willing to go along with it because, again, that second time I saw it was when I loved it the most. Um, but even then, I was like, all right, there are problems here. You know, some characters are kind of underwritten. Um, some things are kind of strange. There's there's kind of a weird plot point. Some things are not expressed clearly. Um, those are just technical problems. I think emotionally, this is a very solid, potent movie. And I found a lot of the time that people who didn't like it the first time, at the very least, like it more the second time. That's the thing I would I would suggest is that just like give it one more shot, and if you don't like it, then that's fine. And I don't think there's editing problems. I know I, that's yeah. rare for I, Nolan. This is one of the only Nolan movies where I think that there's. I don't think off the top of my head, I don't think that there's any poor edits. Yeah. In it. Yeah, Hans Zimmer helps a lot. I think. And Hans, yeah. The where it's just escalating. Mm-hmm. You don't think the piano the can escalate spinning anymore. Part that's just, where they that's reverse the thing to spin along with it. I it's love a long that. scene. The docking and scene. And it's kind of the same thing the whole... The and whole. it's tense. Yeah. That's it's, what's great it's about amazing. it. Because uh, Matt Damon's a moron. He's like, <laughs> ah! But, yeah. And uh, I just, I love the spirit. I love the energy and the enthusiasm yeah. of this movie. Oh, yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon is kind of weird in this, Doctor but I Man. love the the robots. It's so, basically yeah. these two robots. Come on, there's there's on the nose naming and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but this watch like Doctor Strange awesome. Love, man. You'll love it. There's there's uh, there's overt. But that's naming. satire. There's I understand that. Yeah, yeah. You're they right. were trying you're to right. be clever with this one. I don't know though. I think Maybe. they were. Well, it's, I think, it's not. I think clever. they were kind of. I think their heads were so I did not there. realize the the. The, the obviousness of that, yeah. But yeah, I didn't I, realize it first. I sighed in the theater. I was like, "Ugh, we get it." But the brilliant Doctor Man, ah, really? Yeah, that's that's fine. I guess I I can I can respect that. But still, uh, I think it's a great space movie because it's like, what can we do? Because it's something I call the human potential. We have the technology to go to other planets. Why not? It's actually kind of the, the exact opposite of Solaris, come to think of it. Um, 
you know, why should we essentially go in, go gently into the good night? And uh, that's just what I love about it. We've you, gone on about this. You know what I consider the human potential? Huh. Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really no, that's great. think that in fact would be so awesome if, like, there's just, like, New York became, like, a melting pot of, like, alien races now. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Like, there's a Martian on a hot dog stand. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Men in Black kind of did it. But, you know, <laughs> kind of. Not oh, really. Man. All right. Anyway. <laughs> cool. Cool. So we've gone, uh, we've gone on about Interstellar for a while. I, I thank you for not biting our heads off. <laughs> uh, thank you for not detracting from our enthusiasm. <laughs> All right. So we come to our number ones. I'll do my honorable mentions first. Galaxy Quest, of course. Moon, Spaceballs. A movie called Hunter Prey, little indie movie I love. Uh, Forbidden Planet, Silent Running, The Martian, Gravity, Apollo 13, Wally, Zathura, Destination Moon. Zathura! First Man in the Space. You're damn right. Futurama, The Beast with a Billion Backs. Yes. Futurama, Into the Wild, Green Yonder. Yes. Dark Star, The American Astronaut, the original Star Wars trilogy. And you know what? Screw it. A Trip to the Moon. Why not? (laughs) I'll throw it in there. But my number one. Easy. Easy. I have no idea. Are you serious? I know what he chose. It might be my number one. Huh. Go on. Okay. Uh, There is no question. No question. This is... And and in fact, doing research for this, I was looking at other lists online, and uh, not a lot of people have this at number one, which I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? so maybe it won't be mine. Oh, okay. Um, It is... It has space in the title, and it also has one in the title. Yeah. Damn. It's not mine. Damn. It's freaking 2001. Same with me. What else would it be? It has to be 2001, I think. Okay. (laughs) Just wait till mine. (laughs) Oh, God. Is it... Wild hogs in space. (laughs) What is it? Armageddon? Maybe. Are you freaking (laughs) serious? That's fine. It's okay. Just wait. We'll get there. We'll get there. there. I'm... So, yeah, I'm 2001 also. Yes. You go first. I got it. I'll go first. I need a second. No, no, no I'll go. I'll go. Um, I need a so second. So this is this is my second favorite Kubrick movie behind the shine. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe uh, it. This is exactly why behind I the shining. This movie is is everything. It's scary. It is everything. Yeah. It is the entire universe. It, in a movie. it is. Yeah. It's. I, I literally wrote that. Like, People bash it for Space being, is yeah. everything. It's scary. It's beautiful. It's mysterious. It's big. It's metaphorical. Hal is terrifying. People bash it for being boring. Ryan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. Who is this Ryan? Ryan. Brad. I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you have friends who listen. Yeah. Um, some people think it's boring. I disagree. It's, it's slow pace. It's yes, not it's, more. it's slow. Yes, there's a difference. You know, there's that's the way with all Kubrick movies, kind of. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it just it makes me happy to watch. It's so it it's 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 optimistic because it shows yeah. the the cosmos is like this big, enormous, endless thing, and but it's like that can be a good thing. We are just infants in this, and we should embrace that, and we have room to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's not monkeys yeah. whacking skeletons. It's with not that bones. hard to follow. Like people say, it's like There's one of the really most confusing plot. movies ever. No. It's not that. It's, it's not one of the weirdest co- movies. Yeah, it's, and, it's weird. Yeah, and like there are rumors that people went out of the theater and they were like, "What the? F-? I, I didn't get that at all." You can follow it just fine. It's yeah, it's pretty easy to follow. Yeah, it's easy. There's a space station with a crazy AI on it mm-hmm. trying to destroy the, uh, trying to kill the aliens. I mean, dude, that scene. I brought this up in our villains episode where he's reading the lips yep. and then intermission, intermission. is like, oh, Hal's going to be so mad. <laughs> just that soothing voice, just mm-hmm. that how I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. And then when he pretends to be scared, he's not actually mm-hmm. scared. Everyone knows. Hal is not actually scared when he says, I'm afraid, Dave. He's yeah. just trying to get, da- he's trying to appeal to Dave's pathos to, to get him to stop opening the I love the Futurama spoof of this. It's like a bunch of soda can tabs <laughs> that they open. Um, oh, yeah, it's a Gordy Weaver again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they did a couple 2001 spoofs yeah. on The Futurama. Simpsons did one with... Um, of course. What's his name? Who? 
What I think it's Homer Simpson. Is his name Anthony? No. Okay. Who? One of the. I don't know why he's think of his name. Give us a hint. Girl. Well, he's James Bond. One of the James Bonds. Roger Moore. No. Sean Connery. No. George Lennon. Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Pierce Brosnan is one of the trios of horrors. Uh, oh, okay. Pierce Brosnan uh, is the house. He plays like the Hal, and he falls in love with Marge. Mm. It's, it's hilarious. I love that. Wait a minute. Did you say Pierce Brosnan plays the house? Yes, it's in the future. They upgrade their house. Oh, so it's like Fahrenheit 451. Yes. Okay. Or Disney's smart house. (laughs) I feel like I've made that reference multiple times on this podcast. We did. Last time we talked about Hell 9000. Oh, really? I'm dead serious. This is more than I think any podcast has ever mentioned in the (laughs) smart house. Yeah, pay us. Disney Disney Channel original movie. You got the money. (laughs) Anyways. Yes. 2001. Easy. No question. It has to be 2001. Talk about... Armageddon. <laughs> well, all right. Let me tell you why I chose Armageddon. Go ahead. I'm this is an emotional roller coaster. I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Okay. I put this on this list <laughs> specifically because I knew your one and two would be Space Odyssey and... In Interstellar, and no, we, we my two was Solaris. Solaris. My Solaris. two were the oh, ones right. that are generic. Either way, we need some fun. <laughs> sure, we need some Armageddon in yeah. our lives. So that's why some... we chose Starship Troopers because <laughs> that is a fun movie. We need a man movie. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, it's just a great movie. It's not a great movie. At no, it's not. But <laughs> this, it is. It is. It is a guilty pleasure. You of hear mine. that, Criterion? I <laughs> love Armageddon. Yeah. It is the one of the best cast movies I've ever seen. But Anthony, he's got space dementia. I know it's stupid, but let me read off this cast for you. Good luck. Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Will Patton. I love Will Patton. Steve Buscemi, he plays his buddy, Chick. Messi? Will he's, Patton? Will oh, Patton. he's okay. I'll look him up. Steve Buscemi is awesome. William Fichtner, Michael Clark Duncan, Peter Stormware, the guy from Fargo is from, in this movie. On a Russian spacecraft. Owen Wilson. Wow. Keith David and yep. Charlton Heston. Keith David. Keith David plays the military buddy of the president. You're right. He's like, we have to turn the key to do it now. You're Blow right. it up now. And uh, Charlton Heston narrates for two seconds yeah, the in the intro. And then, because it's a Michael Bay movie, this is the only Michael Bay movie I like. Even the title card explodes. <laughs> this movie yeah. made me cry the first time I saw it. Good for you. This is emotional. Yeah. This is hilarious. This is an adventure. It is. It's a, it's a roller coaster of <laughs> every possible cliche. Yes, specifically... <laughs> The most annoying part of Armageddon to me, I forgot to bring up during Sunshine, uh, something that happens over the course of the movie is that everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong, but it happens over time. In Armageddon, everything goes wrong in the span of like 10 minutes. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, everything. It, yeah. When like, everything like they, they dock, they dock with the Russian ship, and then a fire starts, yep. and then they, they leave in a rush, and then the, they, go, they overshoot. And then they the overshoot, asteroid. and then one of the guy, and then one of the ship's crashes and then Owen Wilson dies somebody dies yeah of all the people half half the crew of that ship died the only ones who were alive were the Russian guy the uh, Ben Affleck and Michael Clark Duncan Mm -hmm. rip I I do not remember this movie at all you need to watch it it's so (laughs) carve out four hours of your day well I loved uh, I loved Con Air you might like it then. Okay. You see, I, watched, so, I know. I read your review. We'll talk about that you, later. Have you guys seen um, Deep Impact? No. no. Came out the same year. Same year. And yeah. it's basically the same thing. Asteroids come to Earth, we got to nuke it. But Deep Impact was Naturally. so boring. It was yes, I will dull. give it that. It Armageddon was, is not boring. Armageddon is Deep Impact, but with excitement and entertainment. And it's stupid and it's fun. And I love it. Yeah. And I never get sick of it. It's funny. Okay, I, I'll watch it. I'll I said watch it this. Again. I said this off air. We think pretty much the same thing about it, yeah. except you. Think except I like it. It's good. <laughs> I don't think it's good. Well, I think it's well, terrible. I like just it. love it. I love. I dislike it. Yes. But we agree on everything. <laughs> we really do. Which is hilarious. Uh, yeah. I, the the straw that broke the camel's back for me was Steve Buscemi going nuts with the the. Gatling gun or yeah. whatever, and then somebody for he's some got reason. space dementia. Yeah, which is a made-up thing, by the way. Yeah, 
But I, this whole see, movie is a made-up thing. Well, I think I think what's worse than that is Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck's mm. animal cracker scene. Oh, I yeah. thought that was stupid. That's horrific. And as Steven Tyler, as Steven Tyler sings back. as his daughter gets made out with and <gasps> by gropes. Ben Affleck. Wait, yeah, what? You didn't know Liv no. Tyler? Oh my God! You didn't Whoa. know Liv Tyler and Steven Tyler? Oh yes. It's this is not a good movie, Jason. But once they're in space, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Once they're in space, it is a. There's ride, a scene man. where they're on an oil rig and. Uh, Bruce Willis is this professional oil driller or something. Because it's easier to train oil drillers to be astronauts than it is to train astronauts to drill a hole. Yeah. They really get that across. Yeah. And and, uh, he catches Ben Affleck making out with Liv Tyler. And so on an oil rig full of explosive materials gets a shotgun and starts shooting at Ben Affleck. Yeah. And not just like... Purposely missing it almost it wings his leg at one point. Yeah, <laughs> it's like dude oil rig and then he's putting he's whacking golf balls at like a green, green piece, piece yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, Michael Bay doesn't know how puppet work. No, no like not um, really. there there's a, a thing in the commentary where um, Ben Affleck was talking and he goes, you know, I, I asked Michael Bay uh, why why don't why why is it easier to train drillers to be astronauts? And Michael Bay's response was, "Shut the f- up, Ben." Yeah, and, like because it makes it makes for more of a manly. Movie. It's it's just a fun, kick-ass movie. Yeah. So we went from Kubrick to Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, this you're is, welcome, listeners. This is our show in a nutshell. <laughs> Anyways, what a fun time! Yeah. Did you guys have fun? Yeah, I know you had fun. I did. I mean, <laughs> I've been preparing for this for a month. Hopefully, you had fun as well. And if you've made it this far, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but thank what you. do you think of Armageddon? <laughs> yes, or anything we said. Uh, but yeah. So, anyways. I think that's it. Until next time, I suppose that's all we got. Uh, I'm Sam. I'm Anthony. I'm Jason. And we'll see you next time.